October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So I'm going to take some time in this mini-sode and inform our listeners about what Domestic Violence Awareness Month is, give some statistics about domestic violence, and provide services and information for those who need help. Domestic Violence Awareness Month actually began as a day of unity in 1981 by the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence, the NCADV. And this day was created to connect victims and advocates around the country. However, it has become such a large organization as well as a an incredibly necessary day of awareness that it has actually become the entire month of October. During this month, we are asked to wear purple as the color of domestic violence awareness. Now, domestic violence may signify something that doesn't give it the correct connotation. Domestic violence, when a lot of people hear this, they think of in-home abuse. So there has been a lot of change and progression in the way that we identify the term domestic violence. In recent years, it has been interchangeably used with intimate partner violence which to me is much more significant in what this actually is. It's not just something that happens within the home or between domestic partners, but it is something that happens between people in any sort of intimate relationship or partnership. So that could be teen dating violence, which is a large part of this. It could be a relationship between adults who do not live together, but are in a, an intimate relationship. It could also be between a married couple who live together or a, an unmarried couple that live together it doesn't necessarily mean domestic within the same home. So I want everybody to, to understand that this can happen between partners of any sort of inter- intimate relationship. It also needs to be noted that intimate partner violence or domestic violence does not always have to be physical abuse. There are many, many types of abuse that can happen between partners, which equates to a different form of violence. This can be anything from emotional to psychological abuse to financial abuse, employment abuse, even educational abuse. So it needs to be understood that even if somebody is not being physically harmed, that does not mean that their relationship is healthy. So I want to share some astounding statistics 
because this is something that I think a lot of people believe are isolated incidents, that they don't happen that often. A lot of times because it is within the home, people are not so quick to inform others that it is happening. Uh, some people are embarrassed to to say that it's happening or sometimes they don't even know because again if it doesn't look like physical abuse sometimes people don't understand that maybe what their partner is doing to them is still considered domestic violence or intimate partner violence so on average nearly 20 people per minute are physically abused by an intimate partner in the united states in one year's time this equals more than 10 million women and men. That is a huge, huge number. One in four women and one in nine men experience severe intimate partner physical violence, intimate partner contact, sexual violence, and or intimate partner stalking. One in seven women and one in 18 men have been stalked by an intimate partner during their lifetime to the point in which they felt fearful or believed that they or someone close to them would be harmed or possibly killed. 72% of all murder suicides involve an intimate partner. And 94% of the victims of these murder suicides are female. So I know that we went over some of the common signs in a very early episode of Blackbird, but I wanna reiterate them because again, this is something that's extremely important. This is something that needs to be made more public. This is something that needs to be talked about more so that people understand the signs. Because again, sometimes we don't understand that what we are going through is actually unhealthy behavior within a toxic relationship and can equate to intimate partner violence. So these are common signs of abusive behavior in a partner as identified by the national domestic violence hotline telling you that you never do anything right showing extreme jealousy of your friends and time spent away from them preventing or discouraging you from spending time with your friends or family members insulting demeaning shaming you Preventing you from making your own decisions, including working or attending school. And that's what I meant before by employment abuse or educational abuse. If they are hindering you from having proper employment or if you have a job and they are constantly calling or constantly showing up and your boss is telling you that you may end up losing this job if this person does not stop this behavior or they are controlling when, what time, what classes you go to, if they're following you to school or work, things like that are considered part of intimate partner violence. If they control your finances in the household without any discussion or if they take your money or refuse to provide money for necessary expenses. Again, this is part of financial abuse. If they're pressuring you to have sex or perform sexual acts that you are not comfortable with. 
they're pressuring you to do drugs or use alcohol, intimidating you through threatening looks or actions, insulting your parenting or threatening to harm or take away your children or your pets, intimidating you with weapons, or even destroying your belongings or your home. So throwing your phone and breaking it or punching the wall and putting a hole in it. Things like this, they, they are intimidating tactics. They are trying to instill fear in you to control your behavior. And that's what domestic violence is all about. It is about that power and control. They want to ensure that you cannot make decisions for yourself so that they are the only ones who can make those decisions for you. And it could be about anything like this list just went through. So what can you do if you are in a situation like this? First and foremost, if it is an emergency situation, please, please call the police. Call 911. If it is not an emergency situation, but you are unsure as to what to do or you need help with a safety plan, you can call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE, SAFE, which is 7233. You can also go to their website at thehotline.org and they have a live chat option as well. They have a lot of information on their website, including how to get help, what to do to plan for safety. They also have information for people who have loved ones who are going through domestic violence situations, so how to support those people, um, as well as help for the abusers themselves. So a safety plan is a set of actions that can help lower the risk of being hurt by the abusive partner. And it includes specific information regarding you and what your life needs at that time. Whether it be something that has to do with school or your home or your employment or your children things that pertain to you specifically. Safety planning takes a little while, so don't think that you can safety plan and leave that day. If you can, that is absolutely fantastic, but a lot of times it takes more time than just a day in order to really map out and plan out how you're going to leave where you're going to go, what exactly you're going to need in order to leave the situation. Now, the domestic violence hotline can help you with all of this. They can give you information about what you possibly will need. They can give you information about where shelters are. They can also help you speak to maybe family members who you could possibly stay with, things like that. 
It's important to make sure that you are bringing important documents with you if you can, if you have access to, you know, your social security card or your birth certificate, your license, passport, things like that. Um, also important to bring a phone, make sure that you have chargers, things like that as well. Uh, money, cash is always a great, great thing to have. Uh, clothing, toiletries, you know, any of the, the smaller items that you can just pack in a bag and leave with. You want to make sure that you have somewhere to go and somewhere to stay that is safe. The unfortunate part is, on average, it takes about seven times for someone who is being abused in an intimate partner relationship to leave their abuser for good. So if it doesn't happen on the first try or the fourth try, don't be discouraged. Just know that you are trying to escape this situation and you are trying to make a better life for yourself. And it's almost like practice makes perfect in a sense. So don't get discouraged and keep trying. So again, if you need to, please contact the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE, SAFE, which is 7233. You can go to their website, thehotline.org, and have a live chat with somebody. You can also contact us at Blackbird Advocacy on Instagram. We can provide you with resources or information regarding your location. We can provide you with information about shelters or domestic violence hotlines in your area. Um, so don't hesitate to reach out to us as well. All of these resources will also be put in the show notes. So you will have direct access to them if you do not remember the phone numbers. And I just want to say that if you are going through a situation like this, try to find support. If you don't have support from your friends or family or community, reach out to us. Reach out to the domestic violence hotline. Find a community organization do a Google search in your area. And again, if you don't know where to start, please, please, please reach out to us at Blackbird Advocacy on Instagram and we can definitely provide you with resources. Just know that there are people out there who want to help, who can help. There are good people out there. Know that you are incredibly strong and do not be afraid to reach out for help. It is the best thing that you can do for yourself. And I know that it may be incredibly difficult to leave a situation like this or to even possibly see that you are in a situation like this. But if you have questions about it and you aren't 100% sure, reach out to any of the resources that I just provided for you. And I will, again, put them in the show notes. You do not have to go through this. 
And I hope, hope, hope that you can get out of this situation. I hope that this episode informed our listeners a little bit more about what domestic violence or intimate partner violence is and looks like. And I hope, again, that it opens a discussion because the more we talk about it, the more awareness is brought to it and the less likely it is to happen more.